everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Controllers and Couches. Controllers and Couches. I am Steph Fafar, he is Full Metal Chicken. And today I killed the plant. Well, you didn't kill it, we just had to... We repotted it, it's fine. It went... It, I overwatered a cactus. <laughs> this is a 20-year-old cactus, it's survived this long outside, but I decided... Without any... Without Full metal chicken interaction. Interaction, I figured I will bring it in with the ferns and I will look after it and I will nurture it because it's gone, it's gone from one cactus to six cacti and now it's dead. It's not dead. It's rotted. We cut off the rotted parts, so it's fine. It, it basically succumbed to home and away. It's become rotten. Home and away. So, um... How's your week been, sir? Everything was good until I found out that I'd borderline killed a cactus. So... <sighs> Um, but yeah, apart from that, let's see, uh, I switched instant coffee, um, that was kind of a bit of an experiment, which failed. What instant coffee were you before, and what are you now? Um, before I was going for Makona, and this time I went for the same Makona, but it just seemed different, so it's different coffee. Um, was it a dirty cup? No, don't think so. Was it dirty water? I think it was more the fact that I combined, um banana with mayonnaise on toast that could have been it you think well i don't know maybe it could have been that possibly so that's it for you well uh, let's see just send this podcast here uh, that's it guys yeah, sorry thanks, thanks for watching um <laughs> tune in next week no um what else did i do um i decided that due to a brain snap on all the gaming i just uninstalled everything and then decided to reinstall it so yeah it was kind of weird kind of weird he says yeah so that, that was pretty yep, much it that's, that's, that, that's been your week that's been my week i have done pretty much sweet f how are you doing reading because you finished. told us you were going to be finished by now yep finished review review um did you put a review on goodreads not yet no all right out of five stars um, One being like... A, I'd probably give it... Oh, the Martian was way better. You haven't even read The Martian yet, I've mate. seen The Martian. But I'd probably give it a three and a half out of five. It was too short. You have short. to round it to a full star. Okay, I'll give it four. For me, I'd give it four out of five. Okay. Can, so. uh, give us a review. Give, a, give us a so, synopsis and then a review. So essentially, without spoilers, everything's based on... Well, the moon... Um, they've got a protagonist who is a courier and essentially she wants to, you know, slowly move up the ranks to get her own, uh, well, she wants to get part of the, the tour system and then, you know, so they've got the EV units. So, so that she can make more money. Make more money. Yeah. yeah. Cause at the moment being a porter and a courier, you don't make much money. So, basically, she wants to look into getting that. She wants to get an evil license, and she wants to get in favour with the, the guild and everything. But she does, she does, she gets into a bit more contraband side of things. Okay. So, there's a little bit of conspiracy going on, so she gets caught up in a conspiracy, and there's, there's a murder, and so then, you know, fingers start getting pointed, and... All in all, there's a little bit of espionage, and then it's just a case of, oh no, 
shit hits the fan. I gotta try and survive now. My cover could be blown, you know, and then all the intrigue and everything goes on. So it's sort of, um, yeah, based in space on the moon. We've got espionage, we've got shenanigans. And the interesting thing about this is during the book, as you read it, they've got parts where it switches over to email conversation. So you may, like, she'll um, be communicating with one of her friends, and that'll be, you know, inserted in different chapters and everything. So that was interesting. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see. Well, I think they've actually got the rights to the movie. So they're actually going to make a movie Beautiful. on it. Beautiful. So, um... Do you know what I found out they're making a movie of? They actually released the script for it today. Well, no. not they released it, but announced it. Um, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Ooh. The script for the movie has been completed. Sorry. Cool. Sorry, didn't mean to... No, that's interrupt. cool. Which is another series that you need to read. Yes. I want you to read it, so that way you and I can fangirl about it together. Yes. And we can discuss things. But at the same time, I know it's not your cup of tea. Uh, you know, it might, it could be good. But um, what are you going to transition your reading to now? Um, I think now I'm going to go to the Jack West Jr. Mm. So I'm going to start reading, um, well, continue reading. Well, you have to read the um, free ebook first. Actually, yes, I'll do the that. The novella, and then you can start the series again. Yep, and then... We'll go through Jack West. Yep. Also, I've been listening to Ready Play One. Yep. Nearly finished that. Um, seeing as... You need to update your Goodreads because I'm sitting here looking at it and apparently you're only 33% through Ready Player One. Yeah, I haven't updated it. So, yeah, I've been a little bit behind the eight ball on that one. So uh... Right on, right on. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. But, um, yeah, how's your week been? Yeah, you know. Um, where do I start? Okay, so I'll start with my book rec. Not book rec, my book summarization. I finished, um, what's it called? Dragonfly in Amber by Diana Gabaldon. Um, this is the second book in the Outlander book series, essentially. Um, I gave it three out of five stars. Um, although I feel like Diana is an amazing story writer and I feel like she constructs a really amazing and great dialogue and she's really, really descriptive. So you, you literally feel like you're watching a movie in your mind. Um, and also she, she does so much research and she's so accurate with her history. And, but at the same time, she like, so you can tell how well researched it is, but then the fact that she has this beautiful way of tying fiction into what actually happened in real life. So I found that to be really kind of, I want to say, unique in that aspect because I've read books before where people don't, I don't feel like they pull that off as well. No. Um, but I will say that a lot of it was, I just felt like it was just filler and it didn't need to be that long. I really, what I dis, the things that I disliked about Claire in the first book were really amplified in this second book and where I thought she was weak and reckless and just making stupid decisions in Outlander it was just so much more annoying in this and I can't really say too much more without spoiling 
the events of book one or book two. So, I'm not going to leave it there. Nice. But, um, yeah, in terms of my week, just studying, um, I have three hours left of face-to-face class time this week and then that is it for me but i do have a story to tell you i have a steph rant for you yep engage Um, sit back sit back you're gonna be shook shooketh i'm shooketh um so like an earthquake (laughs) oh you terrible mirror oh there's gonna be fallout all right so this is my what i'm gonna title steph's youtube keyboard warrior story Mm-hmm. So to set the scene, this was Monday morning, so this is yesterday for us. And I just got off the bus, said goodbye and thank you to the bus driver, and I got halfway across the road. And I had my headphones in and my data off, so as soon as I got a decent distance to the uni, my phone connected to the Wi-Fi data, because you know how you set it to connect automatically. And I got like a chime in my ear, which means that I have a notification. So I looked down at my phone and I saw that one of my subscribers was having a go at a person called George and I was like what have I missed you know is there a comment that I haven't seen did this comment just get put up today and I haven't or early this morning or late last night and I haven't had a chance to look at it I don't know so I refresh my YouTube app and I see that George in quotation marks is having a go at me and he made three comments and this subscriber was pretty much defending me and telling him where to go right So I screenshot everything while I'm on my phone and then I went where I was going to catch up with a friend before a lecture because we were going to go through um, the required reading. And so while we're there, I whip out my computer, I delete his comments, I report him to YouTube, still haven't heard anything back, mind you, and I block him on YouTube as well. And I straight away went back to the subscriber because um, she had to deal with that, do you know what I mean? And I said in my video that... Look, I don't normally put disclaimers, but for this one, I was kind of like, um, look, I took a lot of shit for nowhere near as much as I got on Monday, but I had some people talking shit and I was like, you know what? It really annoyed some people last year and this year I'm not standing for it. So I have a no tolerance policy this year. Your comment's going to get deleted. You're going to get blocked. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to follow through with that. And at the same time, I felt terrible that she had to deal with that. And she was like, no, don't be silly. Don't apologize. You've done nothing wrong. You know, you reported him. Good work. Let me know how it goes. Blah, blah, blah. So I go to class and then I realized that if his settings are set a certain way, I can backtrack, go to his about section and he don't, you know, hit up his Google profile and find out who he is and stuff. So this idiot, he set up his email, like he set up his YouTube account as like a burner spam trolling account. If yeah. That makes sense. Hence the name George. Um, and so I went through and I found like his email, where he like the town he lives in, his date of birth, and this idiot, he used his uni given email. Like to start these accounts to so you can identify him. Yeah, see, this is stupid. This is why 
You, you know, you hide your handles. Yeah, and you use burner email accounts to begin with. You set everything up from the ground up using a different name and everything. Yeah. So I found out that he was this graduate teacher and grad student at this uni in the US. And I went to their contacts page, contacts page, sorry, and I emailed literally 40 people. I sent you the screenshot yeah. too. And I emailed everyone from the teaching student staff to the teaching staff to the actual tutors to um, the faculty heads and all the professors. And I emailed all of them the screenshots of everything he said, everything set up with this uni, you know, because he's misusing this thing and it, he's, you know, uni property, essentially. And yeah. it makes the uni look bad and blah, blah, blah. And so, because he's misusing it to run all these social media accounts. And then I get an email back at four this morning saying that although, you know, he worked in the religious studies department in winter of 2015, he's actually a student of, I think it was a performing arts department. Yep. And that my email was forwarded to that deputy professor of that faculty or whatever. And then that bounced and they sent me to the chair of the department. And that he this person emailed me saying that, you know, in quotation marks, I look forward to hearing uh, that they look forward to hearing from me directly. If I would like a further investigation regarding these allegations, and so at the end of the day, whether they reprimand, I, I emailed back and saying, "Yeah, I want you to investigate this." Yep. And in my actual message, I pretty much drove home the point of, regardless of what you study, regardless of what religion you are, that's not tolerated. No. Acceptance is tolerated. Yes. Acceptance is preached. Thirdly. This person is misusing essentially college property. You might want to get a handle on that. Yeah, because that's not acceptable. Thirdly, the fact that he's making these comments and you can find out who he is and he's tied to you makes not only your university look bad, but you, your department look bad. And so at the end of the day, I don't care if they reprimand him or not, whether they dismiss him or not. Um, This asshole knows that I found him because they're going to tell him because I emailed him too yeah. in the CC and they're going to know that I found him and that I hope and I hope for even a single fucking second this guy was shooting his fucking dax oh, yeah, he when he been. found out and he regretted his, his actions and thought, fuck, I fucked up because someone would have told him that all of this was going down. Then again, maybe he, he would have not cared. I don't know, but I liked it, you know. I don't know. But anyway, um, that was it. That that was pretty much all I had to say um, about that topic, you know. But that was pretty crazy and that was pretty intense. Um, what do you do? All right, so, our quiz of the day. <sighs> right on. Everyone else, this will be in the episode notes. Mm-hmm. So you can take it with us. But these seven questions will reveal which Marvel character actually matches your personality. So, are you, are you loaded? Yep. Are you heard me fully loaded? I'm loaded and... Alright, so, pick a villain. Question one is pick a villain. We've got Loki, we've got Thanos, we've got Ultron, we've got Hela, we've got Red Skull, and we've got Vulture. Was Vulture in Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, no. Sure. Yeah, you're such a liar. It's from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Terrible human being. I know, right? I'm going to go for Loki. 
You didn't know, did you? You didn't know. That's why you made me feel like shit. Um, are you participating in yes. this? All right, so pick a superpower for question two. Red Skull? You going for Red Skull? Yeah, I'm going for Red Skull. Okay, Cap. Strength? They didn't spell invisibility right, but I'll no. pass that. Mind control, super speed, flight, or no powers, just a lot of money. Yeah, I'm going to go mind control. Me too. Oh, I already have strength. I don't want to be invisible. I don't want to be faster than I already am. We got this. So, uh, next one. Uh, pick a DC hero. I'm sorry, wasn't this a Marvel universe? Okay, whatever. Yep. Pick a DC hero. We got Supergirl. Batman. Batman. Superman, The Flash, Vandy Woman, or Aquaman. I want to go for soups. Yep, I went for soups. I love soups. So, also, pick a superhero TV show. And then we have... Jess Jones. Jessica Jones. Gotham. Gotham. Arrow. Arrow. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Daredevil or Legion. I'm going to go for Arrow. I love Arrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. You haven't uh, even watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've seen some of it. Um, pick a member Agent of the Coulson X-Men. is hilarious. Uh, uh, we've got Quicksilver here, Wolverine, Storm. Rogue. Rogue, Jean Grey, or Beast. Well, technically in that photo, she's Dark Phoenix, but yeah. Um, so who do you reckon you go for? Dark Phoenix? Oh, yeah, Dark Phoenix. I'm going to go Wolverine. What does Rogue do again besides she's a succubus? No, 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 no. Uh, that's mis- uh, sort of mystique. But Rogue can... Um, if she touches someone, she gains their powers. That's what I mean, but she drains their life, doesn't she? she can no. No, she can if she wants to, but she doesn't always. I'm going to go for... Um, I know it's Red Phoenix, but I'm going to go Jim Grey. How much does Scarlet wish look like her? Yeah, heaps. Uh, pick a sci-fi movie from the last decade. We've got Pacific Rim... Blade Runner, 2049, Annihilation, Yeah. Uh, X Machina, Mad Max Fury Road, or Star Wars The Force Awakens. I don't like any of these movies. I went for Blade Runner 2049, just because the concept of replicants and everything is pretty cool. You didn't even watch that movie, so you can... Are you, how can I've you seen the trailers, it? but it looks cool. Alright, so here's what I'm going to go for. Oh, Pacific Rim or Mad Max? Okay. Because, like, on one hand, Charlie Dunham, who swoon, mm-hmm. or Mad Max Fury Road, because I have, like, oh, dude, let's just, oh, I don't know. Dude, what I do, what I do, what I do, do I want to do Mad Max? But I did like Pacific Rim more than I like Mad Max. I'm going to go Pacific Rim. All right. Pick a character to have a crush on. Scarlet Witch, Bucky Barnes, Nakia. Thor, Star-Lord or Gamora? Star-Lord! Star-Lord. I went for Gamora. Alright. You go. Your turn. I got... Steve Rogers slash Captain America. So, you're always worrying about doing the right thing and people are surprised that you act a lot older than you look. You also have a strong sense of justice and it really bothers you when something doesn't do... Uh, something of a leader and prefer to be in charge rather than go by someone else's rules. But even then, when you're leading something, you try to be diplomatic and listen to everyone's input. I got Valkyrie. Woohoo! Not you, Valkyrie. Um, I'm pretty badass and I don't give a fuck about much. I'm happy to keep to myself and don't like to get too involved in other people's business if I can help it. People mi- often misunderstand you as being standoffish as you put walls around yourself. But once they get to know you, they realise how great a friend you are. So while you might have a tough exterior, those close to you know you're more sensitive than you seem. So I like Valkyrie. She's pretty cool. I named one of our children after her. Hmm. Yes, so, very cool. 
Alright. That's that. I would have liked to have gone for, for like, I was aiming to get Scarlet Bitch. But yeah. I'm fine with Valkyrie. Not you, Valkyrie. Alright, cool. Alrighty, hoity toity then. Um, are we ready for our regularly scheduled programming? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes, right. we are. Also, uh, funny thing. Yeah. Um, regarding Vulture. Yeah, bro. Um, Vulture actually is in Spider-Man. Yeah, but it was at the end of the post-credit scene in Guardians With 2, With the mask. Yeah. No, he's in Spider-Man. I know he's in Spider-Man, but I swear he was in the post credit scene. Mm, maybe. Maybe. <sighs> maybe I looked in the popcorn at that point. I swear, because I haven't seen... I don't know. I'm an idiot. Don't mind me. No, no, it's funny. I haven't seen Spider the new Spider Man. Look, I okay. I know everyone's gonna be like Stephanie. The movies were ridiculous back in the early two thousands, but I have two things to say. Okay, thing number one, Spider Man was my first superhero that I grew up with. Yep. Do you know what I mean? That was the movie trilogy that was being made during my formative years. Yep. I have, you've seen, like my mum gave me all of my old books. Yep, yep. How much of the old school Spider-Man books and Star Wars shit that even you hadn't seen and you didn't know existed. So I'm an OG, you know, Spider-Man fan. Yeah. Um... So I, I don't want. To, I know everyone's gonna say, "Oh my god!" But the new ones. How many are there? There are three now, right? Because there's Tobey Maguire, which is my holy trilogy, and then yeah, I know the third one got real awkward with Frost, but let's disregard that for a moment. And then there's the Andrew Garfield, which I saw movie one, and I was like, "He's too young. Don't like him." And I haven't seen any of this British dude do any, but whatever. Yep. Interesting. So I don't plan on watching the um, Homecoming, whatever, baby Spider-Man shit is. Okay. Continuing on. I got this email from Tumblr a couple of days ago. And apparently, according to their commitment to transparency... Tumblr wanted to let me know that they uncovered and terminated 84 accounts that are linked to the Internet Research Agency, which is a group closely tied to the Russian government because they were posing as members of the Tumblr community. Okay. And they apparently engage in electronic uh, disinformation. Sorry, I'm just going to read straight off the email here. Engages in electronic disinformation and propaganda campaigns. Blah, blah, blah. Around the world using phony social media accounts when they were uncovered they notified law enforcement terminated the accounts and deleted t- and deleted their original posts and they listed um all the names what they were previously known as and pretty much said that i wasn't in trouble i didn't take any action if i didn't want to the deleted accounts were there but if i had reblogged any of their photos or any of the chains um i still had those curated on my um, Tumblr and stuff, and that you know Tumblr respected my personal views and perspectives, blah blah blah. And then they've said here, democracy requires transparency and an informed electorate, and we take our disclosure responsibly and very seriously. We'll be aggressively watching for disinformation campaigns in the future. Take the appropriate action and make sure you know about it. So I need Tumblr to take over the world. 
Yeah. Tumblr will do a better job than a lot of world leaders that we have presently. Straight away, got on top of it and we're like clearing them out. Deleted. Here they are. You know? Yeah. You're not affected, but if you have any questions, let us know. Yeah. Straight away. You know. Like, no questions asked, done. To the point, problem solved. And the only thing I dislike about Tumblr, and this is what I'm scared about, if I ever applied to work at ASIO, they're going to go through my Tumblr history, and even though I'm like, study blog, or study tips, or study notes, looking for, you know how I like to look at the artsy um, study blogs and how they set out their notes? You get porn on that shit, even though you have safety search on. So... ASIO is going to think gonna that I flat. do naughty things yeah, and, you're gonna and I ain't going to get a job at ASIO because of Tumblr, but I like Tumblr, apart from the porn aspect. But anywho, moving on, um, John Wick 3 filming is starting in a week and a half. I think it's going to be out in cinemas on the 17th of May. And when I was actually searching for this, I found out that there's a spin-off series that they're making. It's called The Continental. Um, it's picked up by the same TV show that um, owns Outlander now, Stars. Yep. And they picked up the rights to the John Wick Universe TV show. Um, John Wick will be played by Keanu Reeves. John Wick will still be John Wick. Yep. And he's going to make guest appearances. But it is going to focus on the inner workings of the hotel and as far as I could see, there's no release date yet. So essentially, it's the John... W- it's it's the Marvel it's Universe, the but Assassins. So basically, they're going to just... The show will be called The Las Vegas, but you know the TV show Las Vegas? Yes. The one that you bought me like three, yeah. four years ago? Yeah. I reckon it'll be that, but Assassins. In, it's New York. Yeah. And I think because, you know, no, no assassinations occur on the continental grounds... But so then dealing with a ton of stuff. They'll be all the assassins going through and... Yeah. Yep. So... Yeah. Are you excited for it? Yeah, it should be good. But, um, yeah. Cool, yeah? Cool, yeah? Alright, so... This first story... I thought was... Interesting, to say the least. We both like ancient Egypt... Um, apparently there are these brown and black spots that have been growing on paintings. I don't think they call them murals or whatever, but the paintings and burial chamber walls in Kintat's tomb. Um, Egyptian authorities were concerned that these might be like microorganisms yeah. growing um, on the walls and that they had been inoculated and they were going to contaminate everything. And then they thought that it was driven by humidity and sweaty bodies of all the tourists walking in and out, which I didn't realise you could actually do. Um, But a group of scientists from the Jetty Conservation Institute in LA, they determined that they're not, like, alive. I think, personally, I think it's just, like, oxidation spots. But, hey, what do I know? Um, And it's not a threat to the tomb. So now the government is going to be policing and managing visitor access a little bit better so they're going to put in like restrictions and guidelines um they're suggesting that there's going to be a maximum number of visitors to control the humidity in the tombs and stuff and carbon dioxide levels because again i'm assuming they don't want that oxidation or whatnot um they're going to install filtered air supply units and a exhaust ventilation system just to keep the humidity down so because if you have a look at it and like i've seen these spots in other tombs in movies before and documentaries so i didn't realize that um you know 
What do you do? Basically shut it down and wait for them to find out a reason why it's all happening. Because you think about it, once it's gone, it's gone. You think that they take photos of everything in video footage now, though? But what do you do? Um, so, on this story, again, I wanted to talk about it because I wanted to slam it. But I'm not naming names. I you, I know you can, with a few key words that I'm going to say, you can quite easily Google this information. But again, like we've done in other um, stories we've spoken about before, I don't want to be the one giving that information because this is not that kind of thing. Um, but basically, a couple has been charged with, in quotation marks, prayer healing their baby who doctors have come out and testified in court and said that she would still be alive today if they had done what they were supposed to do and had seeked um, medical attention. So they attributed the baby's passing, this is the parents, to God's will, and their defence system is pushing the angle that, oh, they didn't know how sick and how serious it was um, because, you know, we just thought she had a flu or a cold and that that was completely normal and, you know, there's nothing to, there was nothing wrong here. But bottom line, they belong to a congregation that instructs its members to avoid doctors and pharmaceuticals. So that's why they were prayer healing her. That's, see, this pisses me off. I mean, okay, so essentially it's like, you know, oh, let's just hope for the best. Oh, there's an actual virus. Let's just hope for the best. Yes, we can cure this. So essentially me talking to a TV, me talking to a an animal, you know, it's just weird. It's just weird. I don't think... They don't know... Do you know, they don't know, they don't care, they just assume that they're in the right and because they fear more being kicked out of, you know, their religion as opposed to um, their baby, the welfare of their baby. Exactly. Which is just stupid. So... And I'm sorry. And, like, we both grew up in uber religious homes yeah so um, we both went to religious schools and i'm not gonna say that i'm i'm not bible bashery i'm not like oh my god i have to go i don't believe that you have to be so strict about your code of conduct and you know i don't think that going to church every week or twice a week makes you a good person or a good christian or i think it's about how you take that information it's more about acceptance and all that and just forgiveness, you know, forgiveness and all that stuff. But what really enrages me when people are like, oh, you know, that child or that person died. Oh, it's God's plan. Yeah, that's stupid. That really is like, stupid. Not to get all theology-like, but what entity would make someone suffer unwarrantedly? For a bigger master plan. I don't know, but it's... I don't understand this God's will. Like, how many times have we supposedly supposed to have Armageddon or, you know, even Y2K? Oh, no, everything's going to end. It's just... Yeah. It's a bit stupid. I don't know. All right. Moving along. Um, 
winter carving season for endangered whale species in the southeast U.S. coast went terrible this year. There is, I think there's, the season ends on the 1st of um, April. Um, what? Sorry. Yeah, the season ends on the 1st of April and pretty much no calves were spotted. And this is the first reproductive drought in 30 years. So, um, you know, it's really fucking shit. And the season, like I said, wraps up this weekend. They're not expecting any late births. And because they haven't spotted any pregnant whales whatsoever. So, um, yeah, I... They're supposed to have a minimum of 17 births per year, I think is what the like the 30-year stats are since yeah. the last drought. But that has halved. Like, that halved in 2015. That halved, No, sorry, that halved in 2016. That halved in 2017. And now we didn't have any. Yeah. So it's like it halved what it was. Like, it, Sorry, let me explain this nicely, eloquently. So in 2016, we had 17 births. But, no, in 2015, we had 17 births. Yeah. In 2016, we had 17 divided by 2. And then whatever that number equates to, last year, we had that divided by 2. So it's a quarter last year of what it was supposed to be. And this year, we didn't get any. That's weird. So, essentially... If you look at the long-term effects of this, if you're not getting any carving by these whales, you know, it's going to drop off. Similar, yeah. I mean, and essentially what's happened is, you know, that's the, no more. Done. Yeah. But you'd think that they'd, like, do you risk, um, do you risk taking them out of their environment and, like, not breeding them per se, but like doing genetic, I don't want to say like a genetic bank, but do you risk, um, is cloning the right word? Like getting a, a library of their DNA and flagging and getting blood samples of as many as you possibly can. So that, that way you, not to say, I don't want to say that that way they have a library of their genes, if anything. But you know what I mean? So that way the diversity is still there on the genetic level. So that way, if they needed to clone, they have a large diversity now as opposed to later. Does that... English? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that they start doing some conservation now. I don't know. I probably sound like an idiot. No, no, I just... I don't get why... They go, yep, you know, everything can be studied, but, you know, we'll do all this scientific whaling. You know? Oh, yeah, we're we're doing scientific whaling. All the scientific whaling, but essentially it's it's null and void because if you're doing all the scientific whaling, but you need to kill whales to do it, or you you need to kill an animal... But they wouldn't need to kill them to... Like, I don't want to say harvest a blood sample, but to gather a blood sample so that way they can be like, oh, you know, we want the exact opposite of what happened with the white rhinos. We are going to, um, you know, get some genes, you know, get their genome 
so that, that way we can make a library and that way if there is a what do they call it a, a cyclone yeah when they crash like species population crashes yeah. and then they can be like yo um we can make this combination of whale and we can make that combination of whale and then we can make this combination of whale and then you go so that way they have more diversity stored up yeah. So that way, should another event happen, or maybe there is something going on that we don't know about, that you know is impacting, you know, their survival rates and their birth rates and their longevity. But I look at it too. Say, for instance, if, if okay, if you kill a thousand whales per season, but they're only oh no, uh, this isn't killing them. This is merely just no, tracking them. Tracking them, but retrospectively, you look back and you go, okay. If the scientific whaling side of things goes down the... You're killing the whales. Say you kill a thousand whales in a season and then you pretty much only carve 17, you're dropping the numbers. Yeah, a lot. And then the next season, you don't get any carbs, but you've killed 2,000 whales for scientific reasons. Yeah. You're essentially just killing them. Exacerbating the problem, you're not. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I just. I don't know. Do people not care? I, I don't know, but it's just stupid. And that's going to have groundbreaking effects in the sense that, oh, look, they're all gone. What do we do? We'll move on to something else to harvest. Oh, look, they're all gone. What do they harvest them for? Sushi. But I thought that was tuna. Nope. So, it's, uh, yeah, sushi. Wait, so sushi's... Well, fish meat, essentially, so... But I thought that, um, that it was tuna that was sushi. Or is it salmon? Um, well, essentially, there's a provision in that the Japanese can use to kill the whales for scientific purposes. Um, but the thing is, Norway and Iceland always have always also used this to get around the rules. So, I mean, they're still going to use whale meat. Mm. So, th- that's the annoying thing. Because everyone wants... Well, you think about it, it's expensive. So, why do they say that they're doing, they're harvesting for, like, research if they're not? Well, essentially, hardly any information is going to be coming from scientific whaling. It's basically just commercial whaling, but disguised as scientific whaling. So, essentially, depending on, you know, which countries are doing it, they have their own catch limits. Right. So, if you've got certain cash these catch limits um, are not dished out by the whaling commission. So, essentially what you're doing is you're just killing whales and then scientific whaling permits require... What do they say they're actually doing when... Well, oh. it says that... All, all they really say is, you know, oh, we're well, once they use it, we're conducting experiments, but 
the permit requires that the whale meat needs to be but, used. No, no, I know that, but what I'm asking is what bullshit are they saying when they're like, what experiments are they lying about and saying that they're well, doing? Well, they could say, well, this percentage of, you know, whales have this. Oh, these oh, are well, their mates. did this and, you know, their fins were this long. Yeah, and then... And, what? oh, their lungs were this long and, oh, we found this organism from their belt, you know, from their stomach that they had been eating and blah, 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 blah. Exactly, but right. everything else is... And it's just sold, so... It's bullshit. It really, really is. But, um, yeah. All right. Moving on, Malcolm Turnbull, who is Australia's Prime Minister, has announced this week that he's expelling two undeclared uh, Russian diplomats after the nerve gas attack last Great. week. And he stated that it was the first offensive use of chemical weapons in Europe since World War II. Gotta love that. That it was reckless and deliberate, and that Russia is harming global security and violating the rules against chemical weapons. But these two diplomats have seven days to uh, leave the country. Yeah, so we've still got Cold War shenanigans going on. Yep. Essentially. Pretty much. So it makes you wonder how many other people have been taken out. Yep. That have been reported that we don't know about. Oh, I mean, you look at how many people there are on the planet. I'm sure there's a few that have just gone, poof, vanished, gone. I just... I think that... Shit will hit the fan. And there's a lot of... Um, well, it makes people scared. Yeah, like I, f- I feel like there's a lot of insecurity going on. I feel... I don't know. So, what happens if someone was to do, you know, chemical weapons attack in Australia? We'd be fucked. Like, okay, so say that... Say that I was on a bus, right? Say that I... Um, it's on a bus and I got, you know, the umbrella murder conspiracy. Said that someone put a pellet in me. Would I, you know, I wouldn't, what would I do? I'd, I'd be like, oh, you know, it's just a cold, you know. Oh, I just got stabbed. Um, unless I saw the umbrella itself, I'd be like, oh, you know, it was a mosquito bite. Yeah. Scratch it a bit. Um, sorry, that's the fridge. And, you know, I'm just living my life, blah, blah, blah. But I I don't know what to do. Where do you go? Who do you talk to? People would be like, oh, no, you're um, pretending and you're... I, I don't know. I don't think... It's not common enough that people would know what to do. But it's common enough that we know it happens. Does that make sense? It's a, it's a little um, worrying, to say the least. So, to go through and look at possible outcomes would bend your mind. But there's only going to be a case of, look, what happens when diplomats, you know, start going down or leaving countries or people start getting really sick. Oh, this happened in this particular... Um, area of say this particular city and you sort of go we think it may be a gas attack or this and then it's not so much a case of oh this has happened but it could even be fake if it's fake it's enough to actually scare the populace yeah Yeah. and panic is the the best weapon you can get because you know once people start getting scared that's it it's all over yeah all over red rover yeah i agree 
Um, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk for a little while today. Yeah. Um, so apparently Tesla shares have dropped 15% in the last Ooh. what would be nine and a half trading days for us. But apparently they've gone into debt since January of this year because not they're not good. making enough cars to alleviate any of their debt. They To hold their equity, they have been advised to offer more shares to the market um, because their leases were renewed in January. That means that they've, you know, they don't have enough money to raise enough capital to keep their investors yeah. and everything happy and the banks happy. So many financial predictors are saying that if this continues without any fresh capital and if they're not going to be... Um, they're saying that Elon needs to like bite his pride, take back his pride a little bit and just go more like go to the public domain and put more shares out in his company yeah. because then he's unburdening the load upon himself and yeah. he can get more money in for the company. But at the same time, they're saying you can't expect to make, yes, their prestige cars, quotation marks, in terms of efficiency and technology. But it's not like it's an Aston Martin where it takes you half a year to build it no. and you know that you're only one of the thousand people. You know, it's prestige. We're talking the epit- or like a Rolls-Royce Phantom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a different thing. So you can't be... And how much money does Rolls-Royce have behind them that they can tie themselves over oh. and they've got all their other projects happening? So people are saying that, you know, unless they either put more cars out on the market to raise capital or they put more shares out in the public domain, Tesla will cease to exist in 12 months. Yep. But then I can't... You look at it. Is it planned? Because here's the thing. Look at the Tesla car, like the actual car itself. You know, look at the specs at it. And you it ain't that great. No, no, it's not. It's just technology driven. Yes. But here's the thing. Electric cars, sustainable energy. It's got a good premise. But the thing is, we don't have the technology to sustain that just yet. But you know what it is? People primarily make money, big money, from oil. Yeah. And or big big money. Big big money. Now, what happens if you create sustainable energy? Who's making money? If you're making sustainable energy, the only person making money is the person selling the car and the people who buy the car. Exactly. Where's all the oil going? Where's the, the crude oil? It's who's who's going to be making petroleum? No one. No one's, and that is big business. Massive business, and then once you cut that, people don't get. I have a question for you. Are you one of those people that believes there's a lot more oil around than people letting us believe there is? Not that I'm saying that there's enough oil to sustain us forever, but are you one of those people who believes that there is more oil than they're telling us there is? Absolutely. I mean, look at it this way we know that oil is a byproduct of. Organic over matter thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Yes, exposed to pressure over thousands of years. So therefore, if you look at it and go, cool, I like dinosaurs, but I don't need to dig them up in the form of drilling yep. to make plastic dinosaurs. Because eventually you can only fill the world with so many plastic dinosaurs before you use up the fossilized dinosaurs and organic plant matter. It's non-renewable. It's going to get to a point and then it's all gone. So... 
Essentially, you want something that's going to last. Okay, cool, nuclear power. We're running with nuclear power. Cool, it's efficient. But the problem is you get fallout. Lots of fallout. Bad fallout. So, it's a case of what do you want to do to make money? Because then people go, okay, cool, you have a nuclear way of making energy. But the problem is, then you get, okay, cool, we can make weapons. Yay, oh no, you have weapons. Oh no, no, no. You don't plasma cannons. Plasma cannons. You don't see people going, oh no, you have plastic dinosaurs. Oh, I'm scared of you. Oh, well, I've got a, I've got a plastic <laughs> brontosaurus. Oh, this is a triceratops. Oh. Sarah, it's a Sarah. You know, so, yeah, I think all in all, I know for a fact that in, in Russia, they're sitting on lakes of oil. Yeah. Like just frozen lakes of oil. But when the oil reserves run low... That's where they'll go. That's where they'll go. So basically... They're basically investing in their future. Russia is sitting on a gold mine. Um, to tell you how much... Alright, so I went to the Tesla Australia website, right? And to get the Model X and the P1000D, which is apparently the ultimate Tesla you can get. It's the SUV, 0 to 103.1 seconds, 542k per tank or per gallon or whatever the fuck it is. Um, it's a 100 kilowatt battery power, performance all-wheel drive, blah, blah, blah. Um... Uh, let's just say, look, I know car specs, right? And if you're about to chew your nails, I will throw something at you, so please remove them from your chompers. But you get an eight-year infinite kilometre battery and drive unit warranty, and the four-year 80,000 kilometre limited warranty. But can I just say, right, the car itself is worth $203,600, I could do so much more money. You could buy a I house for that. So much in terms of cars. Yeah. I could. That's three quarters of an Aston Martin. Yeah. Just push it to an Aston Martin. Right, and then on top of that, you have to pay another forty-seven thousand dollars between registration, stamp duty, the luxury car tax itself is almost forty thousand dollars. And local CTP. So what's the bloody point? And say that I was fucking loaded out my fucking ass, right? And $250,000 was less than five cents to me. I would not get my car till June. You know what I look at and go? Why would you bother paying two hundred k for a Tesla when you can pay hundred and sixty k and get a base V10 bloody Audi R8? You know, you look at it and go, if I had to choose between a Tesla and an Audi R8, I'd go for an Audi R8. So would I. Because it's, it's an Audi R8. I but mean, the thing is, it's not even like, you're paying 250 something thousand bucks for a four-wheel drive that's not four-wheel drive. No. If I, could you imagine taking this fucking four-wheel drive, and don't, anyone will be like, someone will say to me, oh, but it's not a four-wheel driving car. I'm sorry, but if you have an SUV with all-wheel drive and you're paying fucking $250,000, that shit better poop out fucking gold when I switch on the fucking yeah. engine. Bricks, yo. My Tesla better shit out fucking platinum. Jeez, for 250 k my Teslas will be shit out <laughs> Jeez. So, essentially, looking at the specs, if you compare them up against all the top quality cars... Tesla, I can see why Tesla is going downhill, but if it was, a, a, I don't know, do they have a hybrid of fuel and electric? 
I, you know what? Because people love the sound of hybrid. Of hybrid. I mean, okay, not. Oh, okay. They, they don't love the sound of hybrid, but a hybrid makes more sense. Fuel. People associate fuel with power. So a V10. They're charging people an extra eight point three k to get an extra seat. What? To go from a five seat to a six seat, right? You have to pay an extra $8,300. That's a pretty expensive seat. To go from a five seat to a seven seat, it's cheaper though. You only pay 4100 How does one... How, do you, how is it half the price to get two as it is to get one? Can someone talk about this business model? I don't understand. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So this is our second Elon Musk story. People are getting shitty because Musk is pushing his own brand instead of Tesla. And this week he announced that he... I put include this story here because I know you're going to fanboy over Lego so fucking hard and I wanted to watch. Uh, he wants to sell interlocking bricks made from rock that his tunnel-making machines are excavating and these kits will allow you to build life-size replicas of the Sphinx and Temple of Horus. There's no mention of price, what models, specific models or kits you can actually buy to mimic features or when they will become available. Okay. Okay, buckling up. Yes, hit me with it. You know what the first thing people are going to do now? I don't know about you, but personally, I'd be building a Death Star. We roughly know how many bricks it is. Heck, we could build Star Destroyers. We can build TIE Fighters. We can build damn near anything. I think when I read the article and... In his Twitter posts, because you know how he updates everything to, through Twitter, he was like, "Oh, because you know I'm so inspired by ancient Egypt. I love ancient Egypt." So he's gonna put. Do you call it a collection? I don't know. He's gonna push his ancient Egypt line first. But the thing is, when I say life size, he means literal life size. Yeah. Like one to one ratio. Yeah. This isn't Lego Lego, but doesn't Lego own the patent for interlocking bricks? No. They couldn't. It actually went through the Supreme Court because I think Mega Blocks. Lego tried to sue Mega Blocks. But they it, had it first. At the end of the day, you can't patent an interlocking system because it's just an interlocking system. How much did they have to pay NASA for Velcro? That is a good question. I don't know. Because essentially, you're just putting together shapes. Mega Brands secured the legal trademark. Ah, so, go. Mega Brands oh, so, owns interlocking discs. So that's oh, okay. So yeah. So Lego tried to. There we go. Um. What did I just say? After Lego. Um. God damn! I was gonna Google it. Oh, what was I saying? Who owns the patent about? God damn it, Stephanie. <laughs> So this is my only fault. If I remembered things as fast as I talk shit, I would have been through med school five times by now. What did I say? Who owns a patent for something, something dark side? Well, interlocking bricks. No, after interlocking bricks, I said something. And you were like, that's a good question. Well, when we play this podcast oh, through, we'll damn remember. It. All right, and then I'll write it down and we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um... Where was I going with this? Okay, so 
Next Elon Musk story. Read this article yesterday saying that when the Falcon 9 was launched last year in late August, it ripped a 560-mile hole in the ionosphere. Um, it wasn't permanent, and it was attributed to the second-stage rocket burn through plasma in that sphere, like that that part portion of the atmosphere, um, 13 minutes after the rocket had launched, and it was in its flight plan. And because humans use the ionosphere for radio waves and GPS, if you use the GPS that day, your GPS would have miscalculated your destination by one mi- like by one meter. Whoops, that's enough to get you lost. I don't know. I was just like, oh wow. I'm breaking the sky. So yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, one flat earther story this week. Oh, here we go. What's been pushed off at this time? You're gonna laugh, but okay. So a flat earther launched himself two thousand feet into the air in a homemade rocket. Um, he is in quotation marks a self-taught rocket scientist. <laughs> Not my words, his. Like literally, you can read the article and watch the video. He has his own YouTube channel, and he's got more subscribers than me. Uh, his rocket was crowdfunded and he set out to literally his words he set out to double check that it was frisbee shaped um he didn't say what he saw though yeah but he wants to run for the governor of Cali uh you know what he'll probably get it he will probably get it you know it's like okay 350 miles per hour let's just shoot ourselves straight up and then come back down again. Maybe he sh- his parachute should have failed. That would have been a good thing. He would have hit the ground and realized Well, apparently it did, and he had to pull out his second parachute. Yeah. But he still hit the ground too heavy, and apparently he was lucky to still be alive or some shit like that. Yeah. And he walked away. He shot himself up in... The, what's that? Mojave? Yeah, Mojave. In California, I think. That's where he went. But... So, what yeah. do you do? What a Muppet. Complete Muppet. Oh, no. Okay, so, next story... A company called, I don't know if it's ALE or ALE or ALE, but they're going to start selling artificial meteor showers. The look on your face is very, what the hell are you talking about? Let, so me, basically, let me explain what basically what. They're basically going to just put shit in the sky and watch it burn. Yeah, but it gets better than this. They're going to drop metal pallets into the atmosphere so that they burn different colours based on whatever element the pedal, like the pallet is. Um, copper pellets, obviously, we already know this would burn green, barium, blue, potassium, rubidium, and cesium because they're all easiums, various shades of purple, depending on how many elements they have. I think the um, more elements they have, sorry, the more electrons they have, the darker the purple is. I can't remember off the top of my head, but a single satellite will carry a thousand of these pellets, and it's going to cost $300 million US dollars to get this project off the ground. Um... And the first Sky Show will be over Hiroshima in Japan mid-year next year. Now, let's just say, I don't think Hiroshima is the best place to be dropping shit from the sky purely because it's already happened twice and it didn't turn out too well. So I think very bad taste, very poor choice. Is it because it's an anniversary? $300 million just to burn shit up in the atmosphere? Wait. We waste it is. It is an anniversary. So it's the anniversary of... I think. Let me double. Let me just double-check this. Hiroshima? Just let me double-check this. Let me double-check this. Because otherwise that's... Yeah, that's really poor. Let me just double-check this. That'd be bad. Oh, no, that was when the city was founded. 
It was founded in 1889 uh. as, a, as a city. So maybe that's why they're doing 2019. Maybe, I don't know. Sorry. I just wanted to double check. all the places, why Hiroshima? That's that's yeah. I'm sorry. Do we really think that dropping shit from, from the no, sky is a good idea? Also, what happens if it impacts a flight plan? What How happens, low does the fucking thing have to be? What happens if one of these pellets doesn't burn up and smack someone in the head? Dead. It'll it'll be Insta-kill. like the freaking Simpsons episode where someone drops a twenty cent coin from the top of the tower and it goes in what's his face's head and he lifts it out of his head and it's like a cap and blood pours out so he's got to put the coin back in. Yeah. That's the only part of the Simpsons I ever watched. And I tell this story to everyone over and over again. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons because in my mother's religious haze, um, only evil bad people watch The Simpsons. And then five years later, she gave birth to my brother. And what is it with the restrictions that are placed upon the first child? Is it because I am XX genomically? Or is it... And I don't have a penis between my legs? Or is it that she was so... I turned out perfectly fine that she was like... Oh no! I don't need these restrictions anymore. I'm over enforcing shit just, by the first child. You know, first one. Let's just hope they survive long enough. <laughs> to, you know. She gave me a five-year track record and was like, "Okay, yep. I can get this one past five yep. years. Yep. She'll be fine. All good. She's out on her own." Uh, I was a very independent kid. Let's just say that. And also talking about other shit falling from the sky. Uh, yeah. We have a failing space station from China. I don't think it's failing. Okay. I think it's like, you can't say um, controlled death. Well, if it's falling, it's failed. So obviously, no, no, no. it's past its it. lifetime. So they're dropping. Like they already have the second one up there. Yeah. So it's falling out of orbit. But this is China's falling space so station. So Yong one. one is going to hit Earth's atmosphere. This Easter weekend. But the trick is they don't know where <laughs> and they don't know when. And, I mean, it only weighs 7.7 metric tons and it's currently travelling at 29,000 kilometres per hour in orbit, <laughs> 270 kilometres above Earth. So, basically, this orbit's going to be determined roughly where it's going to yeah. land. And they're not even tracking it. They're getting German research. Yeah. The German researchers are tracking it. And they're saying it's between 43 degrees north and 43 degrees south. Let me see where this is. And they'll probably monitor it and, you know, north. provide updates in case it decides to take out a hot air balloon. Was it 43 north, 43 east, or 43 uh, west? 43 north, 43 south. So... Right, let's see where this is. If it comes up... Whereabouts is it? Fuck. Whereabouts is it? Houston, we have a winner. <laughs> Houston. Um, where did the line go? Can someone put the line back? How do I get out? Go back. Okay. Um. This is going to be good. Uh, that line crosses the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. It's literally across the world yeah. at 43 degrees. Anywhere there. That, that's not that bad. So Southern Hemisphere is perfectly fine. Yeah. But if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, chances are Something's dead go- set in the middle of your fucking hemisphere. You're going to be doing science. 
Canada, you're fine. Eh? Any, uh, South Africa, you're fine. Eh? 4343. 43. Can I get another 43? Pretty much everything south of Georgia, like the country Georgia. No, 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 no. Sorry. Um, if you're in line with Russia, anything below Russia and the equator is where it's going to hit. Oh, boy. Fuck. I'm just going to close that story. And they had, they didn't even have, they don't even have the audacity to track it, to intervene or anything. And they, like I read the article, and they're just hoping that it's just going to break apart into a billion tiny pieces and like a burn away to a crisp before it hits So what happens if it stays intact and like literally, yeah, stays intact and hits ground. Imagine that. But apparently, according to this article on fucking... I fucking love science. Like, that hasn't happened and it's very unlikely that it'll hit someone or a house or some shit like that. Unlikely. Probability. Causality. Cause. (laughs) Effect. Hmm. Alright, so talking about cause and effect... Beer time. Heineken, who I used to admire as a company because they supported Liverpool. And they used to have a fantastic business model. the tennis as well. Yeah. Um, they're being slammed because of their tagline in their new light beer campaign, um, lighter is better. And this racist ad was playing on TV in prime time. And a lot of African, well, obviously people of colour, um, and white people had a lot to say. Um, I think, how much, how much are they worth? Because, first off, Heineken's been around, I want to say, I want to say almost a hundred years. But I don't know. I want to check this before I talk shit. Oh, and now I'm Googling it and I'm finding out that they exploit labour. Heineken is known for its use of labour broking in South Africa through which it is able to effectively pay exploitive wages, in some cases as low as under $20 an hour per 12-hour shift. I'm sorry, isn't that what you like? <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to belittle any problem or first world problems this. To some of its South African workers, and the company absolves itself from responsibility by claiming that these workers were employed by a third party service provider, even though they're workers at Heineken facilities um, alongside in house Heineken employees, and that therefore they are not responsible. Wow. The more you know. Yep. They've been around since 1873. What is the Netherlands' stance on racism? Um, probably high. They probably did it more. Maybe they had a few Heineken. Because they... they're Dutch. <gasps> <laughs> okay, I did not mean any of that. I wasn't intending for that to go <laughs> where it was. Oh, fucking hell, Stephanie. You just made yourself out to be the biggest fucking idiot. Nah, it's all good. But look oh at the bright side. A lot of things are going up and come coming crashing back down again in this episode. So I'm thinking we titled oh. this podcast "What Goes Up Must Come Down." Oh. But I was going to call it um, "Shooting Platinum." My Tesla better shit platinum. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I swear I didn't mean to offend anyone. I'm a fuck. Do you know my mother worked for a Dutch bank? That's pretty cool. No, it's not cool. Did she get free labor? She promoted fucking racism in the apartheid. She worked for a Dutch bank that dealt in it. Well, there you go. Did she know? Probably not. Jesus fucking Christ. Do you know what I also learned? That Porsche is German 
um, Nazi money. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, just... I'm surprised that cars don't run on gas. They do. Some do. Thank you very much. Um, Bad joke. Don't laugh. Have you ever been in a dual fuel car and heard it turn over? No. Okay, it sounds like a bomb's gone. Oh, this used <laughs> to be... This used to be... Oh, what did he have? Bang. He had a... I want to say M80, but that was the license plate. Um, it was a Mercedes, and these were the first like SUV Mercedes to come out. In like 2002, 2003, something like that. I, you'd have, I'd have to ask my mother for the exact dates. Yeah. Um, it was through the company called Capital, and that we were like the third taxi in Australia purchased through. We were with Silvertop at that point in time, and like he wanted the car because he wanted it. Like we weren't, we were too good to get a Mercedes family car, right? We had to do one better. And we had to get a Mercedes van that he could run the fucking guts out of and that he'd watered down the fucking engine and had to get it rebuilt four fucking times because the fucking man didn't realise that that's what they sell degreaser for. Engines aren't clean because they wash them with fucking water and a dustpan broom. No, they're clean because you use a degreaser. But my dad didn't have... my, My other ex, my sex determining genome parent didn't brain okay i don't i don't know i don't know how i've gotten this far in life <laughs> being half dumb nah. but okay but anyway so we had to get you know we had to get the van and it would roar and like click and he'd be he'd deliberately like not fuel it because he thought it was fucking fantastic and so he'd have one for one day and fill up the other tank for the next day. And so he'd drive around in his automobile and it would kick in and the back three quarters of the car would shake because of the <laughs> fucking fuel pump. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, you're supposed to... Mm, nah, that's not good. That's not good. You're supposed to run them a little bit each day just to keep them going. Otherwise, if you don't, it's like, you know, letting all the... Oh, keep in mind this was a cab. Like... Yeah, letting all the dust run out of the cupboard, you know. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you're doing 100 k's an hour and then someone fucking shifts the gears from drive to reverse. <laughs> it wasn't me. Fucking, that's how you kill your fucking transmission. I love how it was his first time in your car. Oops, bang. And he did it. And he was, and you looked at him and you were like, that better not have been fucking deliberate. And he was like, I swear to fucking God, it wasn't. Bye and bye, transmission. Like, bye it bye. It didn't, ha- your transmission. Look. Your car is perfect. No, 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 the old car. Not this one. Oh, I wasn't there for that. No, no, like, my other car, when, yeah. (laughs) The other. He wrecked the transmission, and it ended up being, like, two grand to get the transmission. Did you pay for it? No, I had to. Um, He killed it. Um, Basically. What about that time you drove with your handbrake on? Oh, that's fine. That was just new brake pads. Um, (laughs) Flaming red. Yeah. (laughs) Then he went to the fence. The fence was orange, but... (laughs) I was wondering why, you know, I wasn't getting much, you know. Yeah, it smelled like. Did you like not a... hear it? No, it was just. He didn't drive I had to different. Really put my foot down to get because <laughs> I had to... it, it felt like I was towing a trailer, but then it kind of just eased up. Yeah, your uncle had been so disappointed. He would have been. It was a. It was what a... sounds are we hearing outside? 
I think someone has got the same problem. They've left their handbrake on. They're doing doughies yeah. in the car park. So, uh, yeah. All right. Next story. Apparently, I didn't know this, but when famous people and celebrities pass away, um, Bible bashers and religious people come out and say that on their deathbed, these famous people asserted their faith and belief in God. Okay. Right? Um, a Facebook page called Catholics Online. Don't send them any hate. I'm no. just trying to report the story. Said that Stephen Hawking met with Pope Francis um, a couple of days before his death and muttered, I believe. Uh, just for one, motor neuron disease, it makes it very, very hard to mutter anything. That's what they said, right? Yeah. And then someone said, oh, no, no, we meant through his, his system. Uh... Like through his um, you know what? auto voice. If he did, I think he was trolling them to the very last. So this is obviously false and fabricated. Yeah. But they went so far as to use a photo of Stephen and Pope Francis taking November of 2016 to validate, in quotation marks, their article. And then that story led me to a website called Snopes. So S for South... Well, hold on. Let's do it properly. Sierra, Sierra November, November... Oscar, Oscar Papa, Echo, Sierra. <laughs> thank you. Um, which apparently is a fact and conspiracy checking website founded by Dave or Michelson. And it is funded by operators, donors, and also like crown funded and Patreon too. So I'm going to look at that website later on. And also, just like crowdfunding and everything, the military uses phonetic... The phonetic alphabet, because we've been watching some podcasts lately, and I'm just sorry, I'm fed up with hearing military speak, military speak, language, military language, and then they use the it's wrong. It's NATO. Word. It's not phonetic. It's, it's na- the NATO phonetic alphabet. Yeah. Can we just get that right? Yeah. NATO phonetic alphabet. You know, makes it easier once you're on. You know, the CB radio. Oh God. Um. Foxtrot. Yeah. No. Um, did you know that Pikachu has like a series of ten shows? Of like of him doing dumb shit? Let me guess, it's called Peekaboo Pikachu. <laughs> no. Um, this is Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. I don't like it. Please stop. Hey. One of your best friends loves Digimon and whatever the fuck that pe- Pokemon. And every time we see him I remember the first time we met, I trolled him so hard, and he was like, his first question, well, one of his first questions was, so what's your favourite, I was almost said Digimon, but that's not right, yeah, um, yeah, Pokemon, yeah. and I was like, what's a Pokemon? Yeah. Because for your older brother, I always ask, what's a TIE fighter, and where does Star Wars fit in the Star Trek universe? Yeah. And when I say that, your older brother rages. rages, and I laugh, and you act, and you play along, which yeah. I love so much more. And you're like, nah, man, she's never seen it. That's what she thinks. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I try not to tell her because I don't want to hurt her feelings. And Rob just gets really, really shitty. Yeah, I like the one. It's like, oh, was Commander Spock in um, Hogan's Heroes? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, um, now Pikachu has his own detective sh- TV show, Sherlock, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes style, Sherlock yeah. and he helps this kid called Tim track down his dad. Wow, sounds like um, <coughs> a little bit of CIA shenanigans there. Mm, oh, what are they? What are they oh, hiding? Oh, someone's. It, it's a cold case. Oh, 
So I didn't say his dad's dead, oh. dying, decaying body. Mm. I just meant like he was lost and he was helping, like, I don't know. Cold case Pikachu. Oh, God. We're hunting down, you know, Pokemon. <laughs> this is a Pokemon case from 1248. It went missing. Oh, God. We have one suspect. <laughs> Goes by the name of Ash. <laughs> Who's Ash? He's uh, Pikachu's trainer. Is he the kid with the red and white baseball cap yeah, who wears the overalls? Yeah. Okay. Pika, pika. All right. Please stop. Pika. All right. So, um, two outbreak stories today. One at our like where we live. Yeah. Um, and everything. And I I was in a panic when I got the article through the Facebook because we're in like the area that we live and the surrounding areas their Facebook pages and also and I shut my sorry go basically because a 40 year old man went through an airport terminal baggage claim with measles and now the measles has spread and a baby who was too young to get immunized freaking contracted it yeah and so I panicked the fuck out and I messaged my brother because my mum wouldn't fucking answer her phone at 10 o'clock and she'd think the world was ending literally that's my mother but here's the thing though you look at it and you go the amount of people in a populated area say for instance if you've got a hundred people in a populated area and say three of them catch that they go to another populated area do you know in like Obviously, polio hasn't been completely eradicated. Smallpox has been almost completely. Well, it's it's, it complete, it's completely eradicated, it but it's in um, Cairo Preserve at the moment in Russia and Atlanta. Which why would you put it in a major port city, and why would you put it in a CBD? But that's a completely different question. Um, it is in our time. It is the most highly communicable yeah. disease besides chickenpox. So. So, this guy infected fucking everyone. Well, not everyone, but a student at our uni. And I messaged my brother so that way he could ask my mum. Because <laughs> I'm 24 years old and I don't, know, I don't know my medical history. And I was shitting myself. Because you know how last week I was like, oh, I have a pain and I have pains and I feel really, really sick. I think that's what it was. But I think I have the antibodies because I've had the vaccine. Dead set, that's what it must have been because I was there that time. The room the kid was in, I was there an hour afterwards. Right? Yeah. So, obviously, I've had the vaccine. But that's why I was like, oh, fucking shit. So, I messaged my brother and I was like, yo, can you ask mum? Because I can't call her, it's too late. If you're awake or in the morning, can you just ask her to make sure that I've had my... um, Measles vaccine, and she goes, "You fucking idiot, duh! Like we're not fucking anti-vaxxers. What's the fuck wrong with you?" And then I got in a panic, and I was like, "Shit, maybe I'm gonna make you sick. I'm gonna make everyone fucking sick. Do I need to be in fucking quarantine?" And then I'm like, "What's the timeline on the measles vaccine? It's 99% from the time you've had your second shot, your booster, to the day you die." For measles, mumps, and rubella. That's why it's called an MMR shot. I know. Yeah. But you know when you're panicking yeah. and you're like, this is how I die. This is it's how all I, over. This is how I, uh, this is how I adaptive immune system. I love the, look, triggering, triggering. triggering. Do, this is, look don't worry, it's a nice. I wrote, stop. It's a nice. Stop. Look at the amount of notes I wrote on the immune system this morning. Two pages and three quarters before I went to uni. You know what my T cells do when they see Do you actually know what T cells do? A pity to fool. Pitiful? A pity to fool. 
I'm Mr. T. Do you know what T cells do? That's the question. They I'm make tea, just like housekeeping jeans. Is that your final answer? They they clean like you know buildings. So essentially, what a T cell is, it's a T. Are you googling? No, T cell is a T lymphocyte. What it's, does it do? What's its function? It's a subtype of a white blood cell. What does it do? It's it plays a role in cell mediated immunity. What's its function? Well, basically, you know, stuff. You don't know. Do you know what a B cell does? Make yeah. me feel, make me feel superior, like I know my knowledge. I do. I no, I just mean like make me feel superior that I know something that you don't. B cells are the ones that secrete antibodies after they've been stimulated. Yeah, with the know? adaptive immune system. No, by dendritic cells. The dendritic cells are the sentinels. That you you can't see us, but we're moving our hands around in what your mum would call wrapping. And for us, this is humour because it's part of the humoral immunity, com- you know, component of the adaptive immune system. The, you know how people are like dumb that might. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Mitochondria are the powerhouse of the cell. You get to biomed, and then they're like, uh, dendritic cells are the sentinels of the immune system. That's the new tagline. So the dendritic cells, which are the sentinels of the immune system and the body, they live in the periphery, right? And then they take up the antigen. And then they migratory in that they travel to the nymph load and the nymph loads that's gonna cost so, you marks on the exam. Nymph loads. <laughs> so they're basically they're your immunity seagulls. Yes. <gasps> Dude! Alright, let me finish this story and hold this. I have a story to tell you. About immunity seagulls. And then um, they travel to the lymph nodes and then they present it to uh, naive See, this is where I'm stuck. <laughs> is it B or T? I don't know, and I don't want to cheat. I think it's B. So I think it's both. It's got to be both because it's both because they bridge between the innate and adaptive blah 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 uh, arms of the immune system in a vertebrate, and yeah, right. And then they help the cells make what they need to do. And then um, there are three types. Of T cells, that's four that I need to know. Tregs, T regulatory um, T cells. There's the killer, no, is that right? The killer cells. And then there's um, think, 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 helper, helper, which help, I want to say the B cells do whatever. And what are the Bs? B cells are the ones that secrete antibody. So you've got a naive B cell? You got a yeah, but it's innate. It's in. It's naive until the dendritic cell yeah. comes along and is like, "Yo, I've processed. I've processed this antigen. Yep. I need you to make antibodies against it." Then you got memory B cell. Then you got a follicular B cell. I don't need to know that. Far. And you got a B Thank cell receptor, but no transistors. I don't know why I'm waving my arms a bit. I'm tired. Okay, so I was at the bus, and this was last week Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And um. On Wednesdays, I have class from 10 to 12, so I catch an earlier... Well, not my normal 8 a.m. bus, um, but like the 9 a.m. bus. And there is actually a, um elder, Native Australian elder, that is on that bus because she drops her grandson off to school with the bus and then she takes that bus route home. She goes to Macca's on Wednesdays and Fridays 
and she gets herself Maccas. Don't staple your ear, please. She gets herself Maccas as, like, her treat for herself. She always gets herself a hash brown, sometimes two hash browns, and a um, sausage... No, not just sausage, a bacon egg muffin. And so last Wednesday, it was warmer, so the seagulls came out. This sea, you know how I I've never seen in real life how they snap their heads back like that, but they do that when they're charging, excuse me, hiccup, charging each other or trying to assert dominance. So, the seagull comes up and the other ones will flock. She whispered something in Kuri, and they ran. That's pretty crazy. I don't know what she did. I don't know what she said. But. She said something, and they couldn't have disappeared faster if they blew up. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... Oh, have you heard that everyone's worried in Brisbane? Brisbane. (laughs) Meet you at Brisbane. Meet you at Brisbane (laughs) at Darwin. (laughs) Um, That everyone's worried because the bin chickens are going to take over and make... Um, the Commonwealth Games look terrible because the bin chickens, which are ibises to everyone else. Yeah. But now that I know the ibises are termed bin chickens, I can't stop so, saying bin chickens. But the question is, though, why don't they have the bin chicken games? No, oh, stop it. All right, <laughs> last story for the day. Second last story for the day. Um, the Centre for Disease Dynamics, Economics and Policy release a new um, data table showing that antibiotic resistance is still on the rise, that prescriptions for antibiotics are increasing, and especially in the third world countries who obviously would need um, a heavier load of antibiotics Uh because I'm not trying to be rude or anything like that. Like, obviously, they have terrible access to healthcare. No one's doing anything to change anything. Sanitation is down, and no one gives us stuff because we're too busy trying to save money to buy Teslas. But whatever. Um, so apparently we are due to see an antibiotic crash in the next five to ten years. That's not good. That's not good. So, um, drug design's the way to go. Yep. And let's just leech them of heavy metals that they need. Yep. And let's do some research, people. Oh yes, all for the research. Um, last story for the day. The CDC is now warning everyone that the second wave of the flu epidemic is... Uh, released this weekend they saw the emergence of strain b um and it's being reported more this week than strain a and that it's possible for people who have the strain a to obviously contract and be affected and be sick by strain b so um if you can get that single valent shot now where is this more prevalent at the moment right now it's in the northern hemisphere but it's going to hit us in three weeks tops shit great but the thing is um the quad strain didn't that we have um, hitting the shelves in April? That was going to have the A strain. So I'm hoping that you know they're going to have to toss all the meds out and now bring in a new viral strain because the most you can do is quad, isn't it? Yeah. Because otherwise it reverse mutates. Yeah. According to current research. Yeah. Um. So what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Roll with the punches. Are we going to get flu shots this year? Maybe I didn't get one last year and it was okay. I'm sorry. We both remember that a lot differently. Yeah, I know. Right? I was sick for a week. A week? Well, really bad for a week and then still sick for a week. You had three. two really... Back you to got back. two flus back to back. I copped it back to back. That was... Yeah. And then you got me sick. Yeah. Because you fucking infect everything. I do. 
Fomites. Fomites, Michael. Wash your fucking hands, Michael. But I'm the plague. I like plagues. I like sharing <coughs> things. That's why. Sharing. Guess what? I not Actually, no, it's not this week. It's not next week. It's the week after Easter break. But we start the infectious diseases topic in Biomed. Talking about infectious diseases, have you seen... What the fuck was that sound? Duh. That was my leg on the chair. Are you just saying that? Because no. if it wasn't, I need you to go out there and stop whatever the fuck that was. Because I can't deal. Alright, whatever. It's Continue. Me. Yeah, 28 days later. Zombie virus. You're a zombie virus. I like zombie virus. Talking about zombie viruses, it's Good Friday this... Oh! oh! I can say that, I'm orthodox. Jeez. It's Good Friday this week, or should I say Easter? I have a week off uni next year and I... Next year. <laughs> next week. And I have Friday off this week. Just think someone got nailed to bring these chocolate bunnies to you. Stop it. Or stoned, actually. But no different um, bloke. No. <laughs> no. He didn't get stoned. He stopped the adulteress from being stoned. Sorry, drug references. Drug references. Um, I went shopping and I bought us a ton of fish to cook at home. I got crumbed fish so that we could have like fish and chips for lunch. And frozen um, potato chips because that's all. You know how they and make... And I'm going to um, make salmon... Um, and I just need to get lemon because I forgot to get that too. You know how they make crumbed fish? How? What they do is they get the fish and they feed it bread and then they shake it and then the fish sweats out breadcrumbs. <laughs> Ta-da. So really, breadcrumbs are just salty fish. No, I'm sorry. No, no. that won't pass? Breadcrumbs are bread that's been left to be Shh, stale and then people. it's been grated. Don't tell people that. We can't be so... telling them the truth. <laughs> I went shopping... And we went shopping today and I fucking forgot the lemons, which I'll have to go back and get. You know why? Because, because they're a bit sour a bit. Oh my God. Yeah, lemons are sour, Michael. We get it. But um, get your shopping done tomorrow the latest, everyone. It's going to be nuts. And not go like get you know, hazelnuts or <laughs> cashews. And you've got the day off work on Good Friday. Yes! So we're planning to go watch Ready Player One. Ready Player One. And you know what? I'm telling you right now. My thoughts and views for this movie, it's going to be shit. It's going to be worse than The Force Awakens. See, I hope... See, I said that about Tomb Raider, but I love Tomb Raider. So I hope that you'll have the same... You know what? I reckon maybe... What's going to happen in the book is probably only going to be maybe... The good bits. ...10 to 20% of what happens in the movies. But that's with everything. But they're going to completely change it. I know for a fact they put in a car chase... A car chase. We've got to make it likeable for the kids. Kids like Fast and the Furious. Yeah, they put, you know, Ready Player and, Furious. Um, need and Need for Speed. Need for Speed. illicit drugs. <laughs> Talking about illicit need drugs. Need for pseudoephedrine. Um, we're going to leave it here, everyone. Otherwise, yes. we'll be blah, blah, blah in forever. Yeah. Happy Easter in advance. Stay safe. Um, balance your breakfast. A little bit of... Um, fiber, a little bit of chocolate. Have fun. Catch up with your family. Brains if you go on a church, good luck all the Orthodox people. Hope you hope you have fun. Uh, in nineteen degree storm weather if you're on going Friday to a and Saturday range, and Sunday. Make sure you shoot downrange. But What's that got to do with Easter, mate? Uh, stay on target. I don't know. <laughs> right on. So, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Au revoir. Um, next week, we'll be podcasting a little bit earlier next Tuesday because obviously I don't have to go to uni. 
and um, I'll be productive. And I also have my birthday lunch next Tuesday. <laughs> dinner, actually, pre-birthday week um, dinner that I'm catching up with. So next week's podcast will be like four or five hours early if everything goes well. But you'll definitely have it on the Tuesday. I just, I want it to be, because we have to be at dinner now this time next week. Yeah, and you know what? So, my fat cells are looking forward to cake. She was like, oh, let's go to um, Eiffel Tower. And I was like, I don't want a cake. And she was like, oh, I'll do You know what I said to myself? Why would we be going to France? Okay, it's not France. But the Eiffel... It's the Eiffel Tower is in bakery. France. They have a bakery. And cake, cake factory. In the Eiffel is Tower. In, is in Telemarine. But there's no Telemarine in France. There's one in Melbourne. So they put one in Melbourne, but not in France. The company, the cake baking company, is called Eiffel Tower. They're Italian. Last time I checked, Telemarine was pretty plain. Because it has planes. Didn't see any cakes. Definitely Actually, no Eiffel Towers. Sunbury has the planes. Telemarine, Telemarine outskirts the airfield. So when they make the it... more you know, don't joke about shit that you don't fucking know about. I'm a Keelor kid at heart, man. I know about the western suburbs. I'm from Keelor. My family is one of the uh, old school original families from Keelor Village. So let's go. Well, technically... What are your questions? Let's do this. Western suburbs, me out, tree boy. If planes were flour, they'd be self-raising because they get themselves off the ground. Actually, that's incorrect. Someone's got to drive or control the plane to do that. Someone's got to write the code to do that. Someone's got to put the fuel in the engine to do that. Someone's got to build the plane, put the fuel in the plane, code the program, tell the pilot what buttons to press. So in no way, shape or form is a plane self-flying is a car self-driving or is a boat self-boating yes it is a plane yeah. is self-flying once you put auto <coughs> no you didn't hear what i have to say someone has to build the plane yeah someone's got to put the fuel in the plane yeah someone has to put the code in the plane so the plane knows and the pilot has to press the button but what happens if they put code 66 in and suddenly the plane goes around and destroys the I don't know what Jedi. code 66 is, but I'm assuming that's a fucking... I almost said Skyrim reference. It's, and that's it's to destroy the Jedi. Anyway, to celebrate um, Good Friday, what okay. I'm proposing to do... Ice cream. ...is after the movie, we're going to come home. We Chips. can't eat ice cream because that's animal products. Potatoes. And we can't do that. I want to watch what I do every year, and that's watch Hocus Pocus. With potatoes. <laughs> and I want to watch... Um, Prince of Egypt. With potatoes. And the old school Ben-Hur movie had Jesus in it. But if the new school, the remake Ben-Hur has Jesus in it, I might want to watch that movie too. With potato chips. No potato chips, you can't because it's animal products. And it's not from potato. <laughs> not the oil. Yeah, it is. A potato no. oil. There's no such thing as potato oil. Yeah, you get them on treadmills and they sweat. So you take the potato so oil So you haven't been potatoes. to the gym in almost nine months. That's why I'm potato. You don't talk. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions, any comments, any future topics that you want us to discuss, please be sure to let us know. Um, all our normal links are in the episode notes section so you can find us. And if you like potatoes, say something down below. We want to see how many potatoes you like. And if you like potato, what's your favorite type of potato? Yeah. Sweet potato, golden potato. Round potato. Um, and what's your favourite way to eat potatoes? If anyone actually listens to the end of this, which I highly doubt. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Is that everything? Yes, that's everything. Have a great Easter. Au revoir. I will chat to you. We will chat to you next week. Happy New Year. Oh.
God, why do you do this? It's not know. New Year. No, it's not it's even not. Easter yet. Yeah, it is. On a scale of 1 to 10, I think I've decreased my chocolate consumption in my adult years by this, 90%. This is bad. We need more chocolate. I don't want chocolate. Chocolate's expensive. Do you know how much actual proper... This is how you know you're getting old when you're like, do you know how many vegetables or how much chicken I could buy for that amount of money? Well, look on the bright side. Measure shit now. People who drink Kopi Luwak coffee basically get a rodent that shits I don't know what that beans. is. Basically, they get a bean oh! and they, the civet. Yes! And the civet eats the berries and then shits out the coffee beans. Alright, we're stopping. And because the enzymes look, digest that yeah, this is a different Why podcast. don't you add this content to the podcast no, when we're supposed time. to be recording? Alright. It's shit coffee. I'm a shit coffee. Alright, <laughs> ta-ta for now. Au revoir.